has neither dinosaurs nor monster birds in it i'm kyle i'm rob and i'm cameron i'm back you can't get rid of me and today we're starting off our fan month uh with legend of dinosaurs and monster birds (laughs) Uh, so many problems with that title but we'll get to it in the episode proper how do you feel Uh, about the uh, literal translation of the japanese title (laughs) <laughs> Legends of Dinosaurs and Ominous Birds. Ominous oh, Birds. Woo. Or the original like uh, the original VHS title in the US, which was just Legend of Dinosaurs. Oh, there you go. That's a little bit better. That's a little bit more accurate. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, uh, yeah. So, it, we, we this was what won for the uh, host vote. Yeah. Uh, this is the movie that I put forth. Uh, and I will tell the story of this movie and my history with this movie once we get to the actual episode itself. Yeah. But first, Whoa. we have some news. Not a whole lot today, but we have some some news. Some very fun, um, some very fun ones though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so starting off, um so we know that Disney is doing a Kong TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Uh still weird to say that out loud. Um, and we found out a little Why bit of information. The perfect Kong TV show already exists on Netflix. <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so, okay. So, uh, some, so we learned some interesting, just like behind the scenes, like some people that are involved behind the scenes, basically. So uh, it's going to be produced under James Wan's Atomic Monster banner, which there's already been a multitude of jokes about how there's going to be an atomic monster produced movie. That's not a Godzilla movie in made in America. <laughs> yeah. It seems weird that it yeah. wouldn't be the other way around. Um, uh, so we've got uh, Stephanie Folsom uh, who wrote toy story four is writing the show. Yep. yep. Uh, we've got producers, uh, James Wan uh, Folsom as well. Uh, Mark Manis who did, who produced all for Nikki. I don't know what that is. Uh, Rob Hackett who produced the most recent swamp thing adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another Daniel good Rob, Festa, a lot of good Robs out there or Danny Festa, excuse me, uh, who did, uh, the trolls, uh, movies. Uh, and then Michael clear who did malignant and mortal Kombat. Uh, now obviously yeah, now we're talking, <laughs> <laughs> these are producers. It doesn't tell us a lot. Now, if we start to find out that some of these people are directing some of these episodes or stuff like that going forward, That'll have a little bit more bearing on what we to what we can expect from this show. Um, once again, we didn't get much more information other than uh, it's going to be heavily based on Thirty Three Kong and the world of that Skull Island. Um, so very, uh, very like Marion C. Cooper Kong. This is not going to be like. It, basically, we've talked about it before how the how the rights delineation of Kong in the the movie scape is weird because there's, you can base stuff based on the original movie or you can base stuff on the original Kong story. And those rights are held by three different companies with different God. people. So it's weird. But anyway, this is specifically the 
Kong uh, that was approved by Kong stuff that was approved by the Marion Zoo Cooper estate after that rights issue down the line. Um, once again, doesn't give us much. Uh, I mean, James Wan uh, is a good producer. He is a he is a fantastic producer. Um, and he, it seems like he is kind of the lead on this whole shebang. So having him involved is a good, good thing. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see how we move forward from there. Um, so moving on right down the line, uh, the probably the biggest news today, funny enough, um, <laughs> is uh, so Gigabash. We knew yeah. they were getting a Godzilla DLC. Um, and yeah. uh, it has officially released as of the time of this episode. Uh, yes. So we were getting character teases all the way up to the beginning of this uh, recording this episode. But obviously it came out. We got our full roster. So we have Godzilla. Uh, specifically, the design is based on uh, Space Godzilla. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his... Uh, he has his uh, flying kick. He has uh-huh. his flying yeah. from Hedera. He has burning Godzilla uh, as his uh, big uh, epic his uh, power move. Grow, yeah. His power move, his grow move. Oh, yeah. um, he uses his oh, red spiral yeah. ray um, as his, his uh, super move. Yeah, his power um, stone. That's right. I'm sorry. It's his grow move. His power stone move, if you, if yeah. you will yeah, recall. Yeah, his meter burn. Yeah, yeah. or his smash ball. <laughs> like if you're if Super Smash Brothers, you grab the smash yeah. ball. That's, that's, his, uh, that's his burn, his uh, 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 spiral ray. Um, yeah. uh, he's actually really fun to play. He's very, he's very much of a tank. He's very like slow moving, but mm-hmm. like he is a very heavy hitter. Um, and he has range with his beam. If you charge it up, he can yeah. hit across the entire field. If you charge it up all the way. And if you um, jump and then fire fully charge a beam, he flies backwards. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so then we've got guy uh, guy and is super fast, super small, but he's very, very fast. Yep, yep. Um, he has a lot of his moves from the destroy all monsters and save the earth games. Like he does little teleport mm. and jumps down on top of them. Uh, he does his, he actually, this is crazy actually. Cause I didn't know this. Uh, he actually completely introduced a new mechanic into the game of bleed damage. No, um, because nobody, oh. nobody, none of the other kaiju can do anything that's bleed damage, but he specifically, he'll activate his buzz saw and he causes bleed damage. <laughs> uh, if he catches you with his buzz saw. Awesome. Um, if it's his, his, uh, characterization is like the weird, yeah, weird sadist <laughs> cyborg guy. Yeah. Oh man. And there's, the, there's this taunt that he, Oh, I forgot to tell you about Godzilla's taunt. He does the, the, de- the dance. And yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> But guy, yeah, one of Gigan's taunts is like super, like crazy. Like he, like he, like sharpens his claws and then like licks the blade. Yeah, like, but his on, beak like, also like yeah, sparks. Like it scrapes on the beak as he's licking his blade. It's it's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like too hard for this game. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So there was Gigan. Then we got Kiryu as the Mechagodzilla, just like has me and Rob guessed from uh, the hint. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, of course, has all of his staples. Uh, he's a very long-range character. Uh, he has a couple of short-range moves, but he's very long-range. He has all his guns and missiles. Yeah. Uh, he has the absolute zero cannon. Uh, very cool. His big Locks super move is he just... He can, yeah. yeah, his big super move is he does a big all-out attack where he fires everything, including his absolute zero yeah. at the end, and then you can go and combo them while they're in the ice. Yeah. Um, uh, he just kind of just grows big. <laughs> same, with, same with Gigan. Like, they yeah. just kind of just get big. I mean, it, that's the mechanic in the game. Like, there's not much they could do, really, yeah. with those two. Um, same thing with Destroya. Who's next? Destroya's uh, Destroya. got a really cool... He can... Uh, one of his moves is he splits into his smaller components, and then, yeah. like, they all attack. Oh, he does, he, he does the aggregate form. Yeah. So he, like, splits into the little babies, and they go... <laughs> it's very, <laughs> like, very sick. It's very good. Uh, he has the... His, his coolest move, in my opinion 
is the he has the Godzilla tail drag, so he like will grab an enemy by their throat with its tail yeah. and like swoop oh, yeah. them across the city, dragging them across the ground. Um, overall, the biggest thing that I've got to say is like number one, the DLC is only ten dollars for four characters, which is insane for a fighter. Most fighters charge ten dollars for one. Uh, yeah. You get four fully fleshed out, like really mechanically great fighters. Um, and then as well with it being the Godzilla property, of course, it's just like insane that we even have this at all. Um, and, yeah. uh, they feel really fun fighting the, the other monsters in Gigabash. Like it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause we're basically have a, uh, a Godzilla versus Ultraman because there's an Ultraman type character in Gigabash. So you can <laughs> yeah, set up yeah. a, an Ultraman fight. Um, there, there's, I saw, I saw a really funny tweet today of someone being like the buildings have their revenge. Cause if you didn't know in, in Gigabash, oh, yes. there's a, there's a living building that's one of the kaiju oh yeah so it was godzilla versus three living buildings and it was like oh no (laughs) here he goes (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah honestly highly recommend it i i I finally did pick up gigabash a little bit before the dlc played a little bit of it and then when the dlc hit i I, like jumped in and played as all the monsters um i i really really enjoy this I, i highly recommend you check it out um highly recommend you support this uh number one because uh supposedly toho is actually very interested in a possible season two of toho kaiju Ooh. number one uh number two uh they have specifically said multiple times on the gigabash official account that uh they are not opposed to also reaching out to some of the other companies and trying to get some of their creatures and monsters and such oh, um, maybe, maybe gamma dlc i don't know mm. that would be cool um <laughs> a little eva we'll in there you know eva action we'll see um yeah i mean it, it, it's it's like i said it's really really fun the game is still on sale i think till the end of december i think it's only like 25 dollars or 20 bucks so that and then the dlc is only 10 after that so you're most you're spending is 30 bucks 40 bucks total uh highly recommended um so moving on, uh, so we've got a, a, a an indie kaiju flick that is uh, being made uh, by uh, th- the talented crew at Three uh, Y Films, yeah. um, and it's a film called Hoshi Thirty Five, and it's an independent Toku driven project releasing next year. Uh, now the interesting thing is that um, it actually has some decent uh, Japanese cast uh, behind it. Um, including, uh, of course, Miki Sagusa herself, uh, Megumi Odaka, is showing up in the film. Yeah, uh, it's got a really fun kaiju design. It's this cool, like, uh, very Gamera mixed with Godzilla design. Yeah, um, well, it's it's like um, honestly, it's very. Uh, it's kind of like yeah, if you mixed uh, Gamera like uh, Heisei Gamera with um, SP Godzilla, singular point yes. Godzilla. Because yes. it's like oh, yeah. his back has just like a bunch of spikes coming off of it. And then like, but his torso also has a giant spike. And he's, he's mm. like, yeah, he's, he's very turtle-like, but with a big old like Godzilla legs and a big old long Godzilla tail in there. Mm. <laughs> and he has an adorable little baby form uh, in some of the concept art. It's just yeah. very, very cute. Uh, yeah. That I don't know what that's going to be, but I love it. Um <laughs> But yeah, honestly, uh, it's it's gonna be a cool little just like indie product project. I think they are doing actual like uh, like this. It said is it says it is Toku driven, so I'm guessing there's gonna be a suit um, and uh, and Tokusatsu effects to go with this. So could be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so okay, next piece of news is kind of a non-starter, but we have to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> so legendary. Um, we knew that they were trying to leave Warner Brothers after. 
what happened with yeah. uh, GVK's release and how, you know, Legendary was very disagreed that it should have gotten the split release. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Um, it's same thing with Dune. It's not just not just GVK, but uh, uh, Dune was another one that hit them hard. Um, anyway, so we knew they were trying to split. We knew that it was going to be between uh, Sony and uh, uh, Paramount were the two that were wanting to start a partnership with Legendary. Turns out Sony uh, won the bid, uh, which is what was projected anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the thing. Why I'm saying it's a non-starter for news is it does not matter for the MonsterVerse at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, so essentially, the all of the like all of the stuff that Legendary is already co-producing with Warner Brothers that's a franchise like Dune or uh, or uh, you know the MonsterVerse that stuff is unaffected by this deal because there's an existing contract specifically for those franchises with yeah. Warner Brothers. So essentially until those contracts run out um it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it, it, this is literally not going to affect anything. Um now once those contracts are up could Sony be the producers the you know the split producers for MonsterVerse films going forward in that case? Yes, probably. But Supposedly, from what I have heard from insiders, that is so far out that it's not even. Like, yeah, it's no. There's no point in even talking about it because apparently, specifically for the MonsterVerse, uh, the deal with Warner Brothers is like a like a it's like a ten year deal at this point, I think, or something like that. Moving forward, like so, if if, yeah. if Legendary wants to continue the MonsterVerse for the next ten years, it will always be co-produced by yeah. Warner Brothers, not anybody else. So. Once again, it's non-starter news. A lot of people freaked out. A lot of people were joking like, oh, my God, could 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 G98 be showing up in the MonsterVerse? <laughs> I was going like, to say, because okay. Sony does own TriStar. It would be very well, good. see, here's, here's what's funny. Okay, I know I've they won't, say this. but it would be very funny. Well, no, I've got to say this because I, I actually read a lot of people misunderstanding what happened at the end of the G98 deal. Okay. So after G98 came mm-hmm. out, finished, and then – uh, Sony lost the rights to make another G98 film, like a sequel or whatever. Yeah. The rights for the character that they created because of the original deal with Toho reverted back to Toho. Oh. Which is why Toho was able to use Zilla in, in G- uh, Final Wars without any issues. So we would so have to ask Toho to bring back Zilla. Toho is the ones that own the rights to the G98 character. God, so if be... we want G98 character to show up, Legendary just has to pay Toho the license fee to get G98 in would, the MonsterVerse. I would be so <laughs> down for a Legendary equivalent. Uh, just use use the design. Just come with a brand a new story. It's a subspecies. Just have be a subspecies yeah. down in the, in the yeah. Hollow Earth. It's fine. <laughs> I love it. Just um, do it. A man can dream. Do it, you cowards. Do it, you cowards. <laughs> do it. Please. Um, now, now. I want to who, see the baby. Who can give me their best Poe Dameron uh, 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 voice <clears throat> this next piece of news. Oh, yeah, sure. I sure, got sure. you. Yeah. <clears throat> Somehow, Gorgo has returned. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because you got to do, you got to channel Yeah, you got to make sure Isaac. you sound just as bored. Uh, Somehow, Somehow, Gorgo has returned. Returned. You have to read it like Oscar Isaac, thinking to himself, "I have to keep making this." I movie. have to. This is I it. have to read this, this piece is the, of dialogue. Also, also <laughs> thinking somewhere in the back of his head, "This is the last one." 
This is it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm free. I'm out of here after this. Just got to get through this one. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, somehow Gorgo has returned. Somehow Gorgo has returned. Um, okay, so Titanic Creations, uh, which makes, uh, they're like an indie company that makes like uh, kaiju figures. Like they have their own uh, creature that they create, uh, figure, uh, create uh, figures for, and they've been at G-Fest and stuff. I've seen them around. Uh, but apparently they actually secured the rights to produce a licensed, highly articulated figure based on the 1961 film Gorgo. Um, funny enough, uh, the sculpt for the figure is actually being produced by, or has been produced by, uh, our good friend of the cast, uh, the, who we love his work, Dope Pope. Uh, Dope Pope oh. was hired to make the sculpt, um, yeah. and it looks fantastic. Like, I'm absolutely pre-ordering this figure, first of all. <laughs> um, Second of all, we got actual more news because it's not just a figure. Like, that would just be like, oh, that's cool. No, there's two other pieces of news with this. So they are also continuing the story of Gorgo with a sequel graphic novel that's coming in 2024. Yeah. And they also want to produce a Gorgo animated film that will further, like, bring Gorgo out into the out into the world again, where he's back, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, apparently... We're getting a figure, and we're getting uh, – uh, 100% we are getting the graphic novel because that is, like, confirmed. Yeah. And then the animated film is, like, something that they're trying to, like, like 100% lock down, but they really want to do it. Um, so, yeah, Gorgo has returned. Somehow Gorgo <laughs> – really want to do it. Of all the news, you know, we, we have Gamera returning, and now we have Gorgo returning. It's, it's Somehow. Just, you know, Amazing. Somehow. And the, did, I think they also posted like, hey, and maybe we could grab one of these. And they had reptilica- pictures of Reptilicus and Giant yeah. Claw. And, um, yeah, they want to grab, they grab some of these other just like other kaiju <laughs> that haven't uh, haven't been in the limelight for a while. Um, <laughs> a new monster verse of just, uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Get in there. Grab all the Kong knockoffs. Uh, yeah. Please yeah. me get specifically. Conga. Get Ape. Get Conga. Get, uh, yeah, uh, get Peking Man. Do it. Go all in. Yeah. Um, and they and they do. They ha- they have also they've also talked about. I, I read a comment earlier from them saying that uh, one of the kaiju that they are trying to get the rights to make a figure of, um, but it isn't looking good just because it's complicated. Um, is they want they've been trying to get a Cloverfield uh, monster figure. Uh, mm, nice. Made. But uh, um, so we'll we'll see what that comes with that. They were like apparently they were like weirdly enough it was easier to get the rights to Gorgo. Than it is to get the rights to the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, that makes sense. I get that. I mean, I just figured the Cor- the Gorgo rights were with like some company that was defunct. You know, like some some company like owns the rights to Gorgo yeah. that's just locked in. But JJ Abrams has has Clovey in his yeah. pocket, and we're supposed to be getting that official sequel, I suppose. Uh, well, don't get your <laughs> don't get your hopes up. Um. And then, okay, finally, uh, the last piece of news today, um, and this one I almost forgot to put on the news, so I had to go back and add it to the, to the news list. Um, oh, uh-oh. Sorry. Bork, got an bork, angry bork. crunch. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> okay. Um, so Toho hired uh, a couple of people, um, and uh, what makes these people important is they are appointments for U.S. outreach and e-commerce ventures. Um, now, obviously, e-commerce ventures, that's a little like, eh, but... Um, Essentially, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get some people hired for the U.S. specifically for some sort of e-commerce uh, experience for the Godzilla property and other like all of its anime properties that it owns as well. Um, so the two people hired 
Um, let's see. Uh, it's Kristen Parcell um, and then Stacy Burt. Um, they are okay. So here's here's what the official breakdown says. The Toho e-commerce platform will feature both existing products such as toys and collectibles, gaming, apparel, accessories, blah, 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 blah. Toho is launching the platform to help fill a gap between fan demand and what is being satisfied through current channels for the studio's anime IP as well as Godzilla. While the e-commerce platform will initially focus on Toho-owned IPs like Godzilla, the company is planning to expand it to outside to the other like Toho-produced properties in the future. Um, yeah, so once again, I even I don't really know what any of this means. Uh, it's just like Toho's hiring some people to deal with like Godzilla stuff in the U.S. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, cool. I I don't know. It maybe it means they're expanding their reach a little bit more. Maybe it means they're tired of it being kind of like you know a game of Google Translate between like a home office and like Jade yeah. City. <laughs> Hey, I mean, you know, props to them for uh, two two female hires too. That's a you know, there you go for a Japanese company. That's a little rare still to this day, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's the news for today. Like I said, it wasn't too much. Uh, we had we had Gordo returning and uh, Giga Bash is our two big news. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you guys ready to take a quick break and come back to talk about this movie or? experience as it were this, i don't know if i can contain my excitement this with boy i'll try this demo reel of uh of stuff yeah uh i think i'm ready to take a little break all right after these messages we'll be right back the monster will destroy us all prehistoric monster the monster will destroy us all sure look at that monster the monster will destroy us all Prehistoric monster. The monster. This monster you'll see. You think your bombs will stop him? And welcome back. Time for us to talk about Legend of Dinosaurs and Monster Birds. Woo! Uh, Legendary. Well, I'm going to start this off with a, with a sweet story about my grandmother. My grandmama. Oh, my grandmama. Um, so uh, this is a movie that I rented all the time from Hollywood Video. And I felt, and I always felt like... Like my my grandfather hated me renting it because of the violence, um. And my but my grandmother knew I liked to rent it because she knew it was a you know it was a it was a dinosaur movie like you know, so she she I would always get away with renting it around my grandma. So years and years pass. Like I'm talking decades. You know, obviously I rented it from Hollywood Video. So this was back in the '90s, like peak '90s, um, with that VHS cover that I sent to the chat, which I'll talk about later. Um, <laughs> so. I, you know, I I start the podcast with Colvin and and I'm working through, like, I'm like thinking of all the like, you know, dinosaur movies that could possibly fit, especially as once we started talking about, um, on the fringe and having that be a thing that could fit in here. And I was like, oh man, there was this weird ass dinosaur movie that I remember renting (laughs) from Hollywood video. Like I remember renting this movie, but I had no context for what it was called. I just remembered the scenes, like I, I like very nostalgic moments of like the like her hanging from the plesiosaur's mouth by the yeah, leg, yeah. and like yeah. and it attacking uh, the like the like just th- those very specific moments that I was just like. And when I watched it, this is the first time I've watched it in probably twenty years. So like when I watched it, like those memories just like flooded. Like the scene would start, and I'd be like, oh, you know, like your brain would just like remember. But anyway, so while my grandma was alive, I called her when I started thinking about this movie because I was like, I don't 
what was this movie called? Like, and so I described it to her and she instantly remembered it. She was like, yeah, you rented that movie all the time. What was it called? So we went on this like journey of like trying to remember, like, what is this movie? Like, what could it even be called? Um, funny enough, like, because the VHS was just called Legend of the Dinosaurs, like, what are the odds you're going to remember that title? You know, like, it's not a so generic. Yeah. So generic. But eventually I saw, I think it was Brian Tittle's review yes. popped up on YouTube. And I saw it and I saw the scene and I was like, that's the movie. Like, I got so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's the movie. So I called my grandma literally the moment I saw that review pop up. I was like, I found that movie that we were talking about. And she was like, what was it called? And I was like, apparently it's called Legend of Dinosaurs of Monster Birds. And she was like, I don't remember that title. Monster and I was like, Birds. this is it though. Like, I, I like this is op- absolutely the movie. And it, we both got so excited about it. So I have that like key memory with this movie. Not, I, I, But here's the thing. I always knew this movie was bad. Like this isn't a movie that I looked back on fondly. It was just one of those movies that, you know, you saw in your childhood. And it sticks and you with you. Yeah. Remember it. You just, it's just like there's scenes from it, but you're just like, I don't. What oh, are we yeah. gonna do? Plesiosaur attacks lady. Like, what, that's not gonna pull up what this movie is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so a hundred movies. I, I knew that obviously this movie was on the list for us to cover. Um, the only reason why I put it up for the vote was because the Blu-ray just came out because yes. they did a full HD remaster of the movie, which, by the way, the transfer is gorgeous for a movie made in the 1970s. This looks gorgeous. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, like I said, I didn't remember, like, the full plot of the movie. I only remembered scenes. Um, and the plot of this movie is wild. I tried, but... man. I tried real hard. Because, like I said, I have... <laughs> I have a methodology. I have an approach now. I watch the movie once for enjoyment and a second time where I am glued to a notepad writing things. Yeah. So I I watched the movie. I stopped. And I said, wait, but what, why did, what's happening? And then I watched them. Usually I like that thought doesn't happen until the second watch through. On my second pass while trying to write down the plot, uh, I, I came to some conclusions that we'll talk about in more detail yes. when I do that. But you said that there is on the Blu-ray a, a a plot breakdown, and I'm hoping it'll enlighten me and add some more context to me because it's written by the company, so clearly it's a really detailed, really sure. well thought out breakdown of what, of what happens. Yeah, that would, that is that is indeed what you would assume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, so take it away, huh? <laughs> um, okay. Um, so the plot uh, as written on the back of the bo- recent Blu-ray is um, a curious geologist and his female photographer explore a remote area near Mount Fuji. Legend hmm. has it that dinosaurs once roamed the area, and there are even reports that some large lizards remain. The pair poke around, hoping to find something that will bring them wealth. Changes in the weather awaken a plesiosaur in the nearby lake who eats anyone that enters its waters. Meanwhile, a pterosaur is about to hatch high in the mountain cave. The explorers, get way, <laughs> the explorers get way more than they bargained for when these two prehistoric giants clash in an inevitable battle worthy of their legend. Um, I don't think they watched the same movie. A few notes. A few notes. <laughs> uh, a few notes. First off, sounds like they got uh, at least one of those, one of those uh, names wrong. Uh-huh. Um, second of all, uh, they seem to just accidentally meet each other. Uh, third of all, uh, worthy of their legend, huh? 
So, okay, yeah. Number one problem. Mm. Curious geologist as female photographer. That implies that she is the geologist photographer that is along mm. with him on this mission. That is no way Not at movie. all. Not at all that true. That is not <laughs> 0% true. Uh, sure, dinosaurs, legend, summer rain. Sure, okay, that's right. Um, the pair poke around hoping to find something that will bring them wealth. Uh, wrong again. It's only the geologist that's looking for wealth. Uh, changes in the weather awaken the plesiosaur? No, that's not right either. It's an earthquake. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a pterosaur. Uh, that's not right either. I mean, the pterosaur, it's not in a mountain ice cave. It's just kind of... In an ice we'll cave. get to the pterosaur. You know what? Be I've, got a, I've got moments. a fun All description right, Rob, for that. So Rob, I wrote down some notes here. Uh, I wrote <laughs> them down as I saw them and as I understood them. So I'm missing some some... Uh, some critical details that maybe uh, a lifetime watcher may have picked up on. So feel free to stop me at any point and add extra context or clues as we dive in to the plot of legends of dinosaurs and monster birds. Our story opens, as most do, with a protagonist falling down into a deep hole in the ground and landing in... <laughs> Uh, in a frozen tomb that holds GMK Ghidorah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. There's also a giant fossilized egg. So <laughs> like the ice, the ice place where yeah, uh, Ghidorah yeah. is. That was a, yeah, it's in the yeah. suicide forest. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yikes. What a traumatic event. Good thing there are some lumberjacks nearby to rescue her. Why, who was this mysterious girl? And what was she doing out in the woods? There's no time for that because we smash cut to the airport where our scientist man, the geologist, <laughs> uh, is just about to hop on a plane to Mexico right before hearing a news broadcaster doing an even better job summarizing the plot than I've been doing so far. Scientist man happens to know the phone number of the hospital and calls right away just as some journalists happen to be leaving the room after interviewing the girl while she's recovering? <laughs> Speaking of, God, the public phones look so good. Real, we were a country once, five. Anyway, scientist man flees the airport and drives to Mount Fuji, seeking the stone egg for himself before being knocked unconscious by an earthquake. Don't worry, though. Some guy is squatting in his dad's old mountains, <laughs> mountainside shack and has come yeah, to his is. rescue. Meanwhile, Two divers, cosplaying Bruce Lee from Game of Death, are shocked by the appearance of dozens of dead fish. Get your puppies out of there! Get your puppy out of there, ladies! Oh, hey, <laughs> these aren't these aren't just some random divers. These are people that scientist man happens to know somehow. Wow! No time for romance though, because we got get a couple getting jawsed off screen. Wait, no, I'm sorry. They just happen to have seen a dead body of a guy in a scuba outfit. Oh, wait, double no. It turns out that the dead scuba guy was unrelated and that those people also did actually die, but we don't see so, their bodies. Okay, hold on. I'm going to interject here. Not because you got it wrong, but I just want to specify. So, <laughs> yes, people do get killed. The the scuba, there. essentially we have a Jaws 2 scenario. Yes. Um, so where one of the scuba divers saw the others get eaten and like... In Jaws, what they do is it's it's he, he gets the, the 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 he goes up too fast, so he gets the bubbles in his blood. Oh, so that's why he like so he gets taken ashore in an by an ambulance because he he got freaked out by the shark so much he like swam to the top and you know like 
uh, had the bins. That's what they're called. Oh bins. yeah, okay. Um, they didn't establish movie, that at all. They no, they don't. They don't know. He's but just it's some not guy. In this movie. He's just unconscious, and then we don't. Just like the just like the uh, girl that uh, was trying to commit suicide at the beginning of the movie. We don't yes. find out anything about her past. Oh well, that happened. I guess moving on. So yes. I just wanted to establish okay. that. Yeah. Don't uh, that, worry about it. We just move on. We never catch back up with that that diver. I okay. Like, now I I guess I understand that a little bit more because as far as I could tell, they were like, "Oh no, this couple died." And then they showed the dead body and it was a guy in a scuba uh, like scuba suit suddenly. And yeah, so no, I went was, back yeah. to watch it and I was like, "Well, wait. Yeah. Neither of the people on the boat are wearing a we're scuba wearing, suit. So no. where did the scuba guy come from?" He saw He them just get showed killed. up. He just yeah, showed he up. He saw them got killed. And he like freaked out and then passed out. Okay, has, in the yeah. in the archive.org version that I watched, <laughs> there is no scene that shows a diver. No, no, there isn't in the normal version either. It's, okay, it's just, good. It's implied. It's just like I see. Okay, it's a I... vague implication that like oh he saw the deaths and then uh, that's okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I Once again, saw because something... we, we just move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the background uh, uh, actors is helpful enough to say, I bet they saw something terrible. Yeah, every lake has a monster. Thanks, voiceover actor. So the guy, okay, so that guy who says that, we saw him earlier. He's part of the, like, the, He's the, the, prank the ruffian guy. kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the teenagers that are trying to, like, teenagers. Just, just cause ruckus. Big air, big air quotes around teenager <laughs> there. <laughs> Um, oh wait, are they like CW teenagers? Yeah, yeah, they're like yeah, they're in their yeah. like tw- mid twenties. They're Riverdale teenagers. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so we saw them. Or we see them earlier when our when our scientist guy shows up. But like, yeah, they just. I mean, it's it's an annoying plot device that they reuse over and over in this movie. But um, yeah, they, he's they're like, well, what if at the festival we did a Jaws, uh, which came out. Two years before this movie. <laughs> I, I, I reference that. <laughs> anyway, Scientist Man is now talking to Seismologist Man about how his dad was shunned by the world for daring to suggest that dinosaurs could have just been hibernating. <laughs> what a theory. Anyway, there's no time to talk about that or elaborate on it because it's time nope. for the next unrelated sequence. Scuba Girl is interviewing some time traveler from the feudal era who tells her about a lullaby that that tells the story of a red-eyed dragon that lives in the lake. With the recording in hand, she heads off into the misty evening, only for her puppy to be distracted by a horse. Wow! Naturally, she chases after her dog, only to slip and fall into a blood fountain. Oh my god! (laughs) Wow! What a lucky break that Scientist Man happened to be driving by at that exact moment. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, insert uh, Marissa watched this movie with me, and she made a joke about Godfather here. Like, oh, we found the other part of the horse. It is, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. <laughs> There's the okay. rest of the horse. <laughs> wow. Hey, quick note about writing a story. Coincidence is a great thing to get your characters into trouble, but terrible to get your characters out of trouble. Anyway, we're only thirty minutes into this film, and oh my god. <laughs> How are we only 30 minutes into this film? I mean, this Toho demo reel. So Scientist Man takes Scuba Girl back to her campsite, where Scuba Girl's friend says that the headless horse was just probably a mean prank or something. But it's no prank, as when Scientist Man goes back to investigate, he finds the horse's body has been stashed into a tr- stashed into a tree, which 
I mean, like the guy, the cops or like the two homies that were there just seconds ago were like, oh, we didn't see nothing. Oh, there was like a little bit of blood on the ground. Probably a dog getting hit yeah, by a car. Like a Literally a of gallon blood. of blood in a, a pool. A little like, bit of blood on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> um, it reminds me of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure whenever someone gets like a small wound and it gushes blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nature has many mysteries indeed. Thanks, scientist man. Time for a folksy cowboy to break. <laughs> Time for a folksy cowboy to show up and break out into song and dance as our heroes oh, yeah. gather around the lake and a voiceover so reads good. off the tourist brochure about Mount Fuji. Sure hope nothing bad happens to the suave cowpoke. Oh no! Some kind of big giant shark dinosaur attacks the festival. Oh, wait, no. It's just some guys with a fake fin. Whew. Mm. Thank goodness I didn't. again, you jokesters. <laughs> Except the dinosaur Thank... did definitely attack them because no. it broke up their little their boat thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phew. Well, thank goodness I didn't just watch Jaws a few months ago or I think something bad was about to happen. Anyway, <laughs> everyone gets over the stage being ripped in half, seemingly by two dudes with a rubber fin. There it is. <laughs> hey, speaking of, who were those dudes? Why, our first on-screen monster deaths, of course. Our dinosaur is revealed, and it's, wait, Reptilicus? Okay. Some American where are family. Little, where are your flappy little wings, bud? <laughs> Some American family and the lead prankster rush to the local newspaper, which also serves as the mayor's office, mm -hmm. uh, to share the terrible news. But unlike Jaws, we don't really get a reason for inaction just yet. So interjection. Yes. So the the American family. Yeah. I okay. While I was watching it, I was like instantly thinking that they were American, but then I started Swedish? to wonder if they were. I think they might have been supposed to be Scottish. Like oh. I think they were supposed to be oh. from Scotland because of the Nessie thing. Like because they immediately oh, yeah. like go to the Nessie conversation. So like I was I, like I, I just assume I if they're white people in a Japanese movie, uh, it's I mean, like the American, Americans. you know. I mean, Kyle, if they were the Scottish, why did they not attempt to fight the monster hand to hand? <laughs> true. Very true. I, I, I could be wrong. I, they were just white people with like bright red hair. And like, I instantly was like wondering, I was like, are they supposed to be Scottish or Maybe. something? Like, no, I, mean, I, I guess know. I would explain the Nessie thing because he's like, I never got actual pictures of Nessie. But as you can see from these other photos of Nessie, yeah, exactly. that's so in a later like, sequence. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. I don't know. The movie doesn't spend enough time on it to really. The movie doesn't spend enough time on out. anything, Kyle. No, it doesn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at some random girl's house, Reptilicus attacks again, destroying her home. But at least the director got to see her naked for a bit. Oh, hey, right. A little bit of tasteful side group there. Hey, a little bit. <laughs> how are those scuba girls doing? Oh, dead. One of them is dead. After Reptilicus <laughs> has fun torturing her and coming out of his mouth while slow, trippy music plays. Like that weird... Torturing her and what? Coming out of his mouth. Like weird white foam just slowly splooges. with his neck and then like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Starts to form in his mouth and we're like, you're like, what is what happening is that? right now? Oh, okay. I think it was I supposed to be like a sudsy... and unusual. I think it was supposed to be like yeah. a sudsy, foamy, like Godzilla being choked thing. But like yeah. they well, I, fucked up I joked, and they're I like, whatever. I saying like it was like... Oh, does he like digest the bodies outside of his body? Like, so he has to spit out like stomach acid. Maybe to, like... I don't know. It's impossible <laughs> to tell because Maybe seconds later, really her hand is. What he does. 
seconds later her arm like shows up on the boat and she's like grabbing around and then actually she's just like half of a torso but yep whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh cool um good si- <laughs> sick actually uh a scientist man tries to tell his newspaper nerds that uh that sign his paycheck that he's found a dinosaur but they just can't understand why he wouldn't go to check out that earthquake in mexico after all that's where the giant scorpions are that's a cameron and i uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway <laughs> the hunt for the crater lake monster is on and they're pulling out all the stops that's right. We've got sonar. We've got computers. We've got a boardroom of scientists from a Toho movie. And we've got Harold Tucker, a white guy with a Pentax 35mm camera. <laughs> and so the conclusion is reached. Here be dinosaurs. Here be dinosaurs. The mayor is calling one. it quits, however, because he just can't afford to search for this monster after all. And he also can't afford the lunches for the, the police officers. It's mostly yeah, it's an election year. His main concern. He's like, I can't, you know, sorry. Sorry, folks. What about all the one issue voters who are very concerned about dinosaur attacks? <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> also, please, some random dude in a cowboy hat walks up to the camera say, and says, wouldn't it be weird if there was also a pterodactyl around here or something? <laughs> yeah, it sure would be Ooh, weird. You'll hear, since you'll then, hasn't been... talk about that moment later. <laughs> yeah, it sure would be weird, random dude, since that hasn't been established yet. Anyway, everyone is sad because people died, and Scientist Man is determined to see the dino with his own eyes. Big Fox Mulder energy. I really appreciate it. So, Scientist Man dives into the lake on his quest to see the dino. But oh no, the military is going to launch depth charges into the lake. Oh gosh, how will our hero get out of this one? Oh, it he just survives. It's actually, like, it seems more like it's just like the town folk. It's like, just some made, guys. Like, yeah, because <laughs> like, they made a big deal like a couple scenes ago, like of being like, yeah, we can't afford yeah, we this. We can't do the search anymore. Like, we can't afford this. Like, it's, you know, seconds it's over. later. We made, we bought depth we charges. Made, we though. have depth charges now. <laughs> we can't afford to, to feed any of you or pay any of you, but we did buy these totally sick depth charges. Well, yeah, that's why they can't afford They're doing the American oh, model. Oh, you're right. Of spending. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, turns out he survives the explosions. No big deal. And Scuba Girl has joined him just in time to find a cave chocked full of dead bodies. Yikes! Meanwhile, back at the ice cave from the beginning, the cowboy who likes pterodactyls finds some pterodactyl eggs. How convenient! Oh, finally. Right as they're starting to hatch. How not convenient! I'm gonna ride <laughs> one of these sons of bitches. Wait a minute! My god! That's why the title mentioned monster birds! <laughs> that's right just like twitter these beasties are devastating the populace and leading to a mass panic but unlike twitter <laughs> they have a damn catchy theme song my god another moment kyle's gonna mention later on <laughs> the, the, i mean the tone doesn't really fit with what's oh, happening yep. but oh yeah <laughs> i love this i love the song uh uh my God! After making it out of the body cave, our heroes are accosted by the plesiosaur. I spelled plesiosaur really wrong, but then I just made it plesiosaur. Plesiosaur. <laughs> Scuba girl, what do you got? Terrified screams again? Okay. Scientist yep. man, what are you cooking <laughs> up? Oh, you're just going to stab it like Chris Pratt <laughs> the Giga? Very cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Time to wrap this movie up, I guess. So we'll uh we'll just let the creatures bump into each other awkwardly for way too long. <laughs> yeah, they kind of slap into each other, don't they? 
Wowzers, this soundstage ain't big enough for the two of us, partner. So it's time to end the movie by blowing up Mount Fuji and killing the two dinosaurs. <laughs> for the first time in the last hour and 20 minutes, we are treating to, treated to some real practical effects. Only to have the cameraman zoom in way too close to where you can only see about a fourth of the action at any given moment. And so, somehow, the day is saved. And Scientist Man and Scuba Girl ride off into the sunset. Oh, well, no, they at least die. we assume. They hella die at the end of this movie. As, there is no way. As all we see is flowing lava as <laughs> they both manage to grab way. each other's hands. The end. There is zero oh, chance they survived this movie. Yeah, no, they got Pompeii. <laughs> uh, so I tried really oh, hard man. to break yeah, down what the hell good. was happening. It's good. Uh, you skipped over what you you skipped over my actual favorite moments. So oh yeah. Okay. Did, good. So, uh, yeah. Dude, okay. So this this movie is okay. It is as Rob kind of already hinted. It is scenes edited together to make what resembles a film. Like, is it <laughs> is this a Bruno Mattei situation where they had like a bunch of like half finished things? They recorded well, like a bunch of little tiny moments and then they were like, let's just splice whatever we got together and then like hire like scuba girls and geologist guy to like fill in all the in-between shots. I don't know. There's not a lot about the making of this movie. I mean, it's made by Toei, I should specify. Yes. Uh, not Toho. Toei. Sorry, I kept calling it Toho. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just I just wanted to I just wanted to make make that clear. It's made by Toei. Um, <laughs> which is why the effects aren't great. Um but um yeah, I mean, obviously, you can definitely see, you know, the joke, the inspiration from Jaws, like, very clearly. Like, Jaws came out two years before this. Like, yeah. they definitely were like, oh, what if we did Jaws? But uh, it, 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 just, it, it this movie just doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, at times, it's like, oh, it's an investigative movie of, like, what if there's dinosaurs still alive in this lake? And then at times, it's just like are we a political commentary at times Then it's like, Oh, well it's the seventies in Japan. <laughs> so we've got to throw in an environmental message all of a sudden because mm-hmm. earthquakes are clearly the nature's repercussion. For, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a very <laughs> uncertain, you know? unstable film that jumps around regularly. Uh, it seems like there's no real consistency in theming, uh, shot composition, tone, vibe. <laughs> Yeah. Aesthetic. <laughs> it's it's wild, man. This this movie is wild. Um all right, okay. I don't want to break down the characters because we well let's let's go over some of the characters real you quick. Can, yeah, listen, if you so, want to if you want to do the characters more honor and justice well, here's I the thing. manage to no, give no, no, them. No, no, no. I think I think you I, did a good job. I just want to specify some things with a couple of the characters. Fair. So no, please with our do. main character, um, he is a geologist, yeah, that he's supposed to be going down to Mexico. To look at it, or, uh, like to investigate an earthquake that was going on down there. Yeah. But he, like, changes his mind and goes to this lake to look for the stone egg, quote unquote, that is being reported on the news. Yes. Um, the problem with his motivation is we don't get it what? because they never say anything about it until he wakes up in his dad's shack with the guy that's like looking after the house. Well, I won't join you if you're just trying to do it for money. Right. But so there's like then all this, he's like, like, I need to history. prove my dad's honor yeah. and that he wasn't crazy and then the scuba girl's like you're just trying to do this for money and because i'm a woman and he doesn't he never corrects anyone he's just like ah, yeah maybe <laughs> yeah it's yeah, all right 
he's just he's just he's just kind of like listless like he just doesn't like funny <laughs> enough like rob you and i were just complaining about this kind of a thing with troll to a lesser extent lesser extent with the female character yeah the lead and troll it's kind of the same problem it's kind of just like they tried to set up like this motivation but then the more you look into the motivation the more complicated and like not <laughs> sure it becomes like yeah. it's kind of just more and more like wait so he's there because his father said there was dinosaurs no well he says that he's not there because of his father but then later on he says that he is there because of his father <laughs> it's it's weird and also like I'm, I'm okay. I'm not gonna steal someone's least favorite moment because I'm sure one of you two is gonna pick this. There's also the weird scene where he just like randomly slaps the girl out of nowhere, uh, gets like hoop, super like hyper aggressive. Like there's just in general, like you, I cannot understand what the vibe is supposed to be t- between him and the gal. No, nope. because when he first sh- first off, there's no character introductions. People just meet and they know each other. People he literally just, they're in each other's gravity. Yes. Yeah. He he stops his jeep. And he's like. Hey girl, hey. like it's like oh he's the water. it's like a guy flirting with it's like it doesn't seem yeah. like uh you know like he's there's no like scene of him walking up on the everything is he drives his jeep from like off screen off shows screen. up <laughs> happens to just walk up as things are happening and go aha there's one scene where they actually like at least pre establish that he's nearby the event yeah with audio editing every other time he's just magically whisked into the scenario from off screen pulled by some kind of like terrible cosmic force. That's like yanking him from event to event. Well, you know, Rob (laughs) fate's a funny thing. (laughs) Sometimes it, you know, you run into somebody you haven't seen in a long time. And sometimes you get dragged from dinosaur event to dinosaur event. (laughs) Listen, uh, listen, no fate, but what we make. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, um, as long as what you make is dinosaur attacks. Yeah, well, that's a... <laughs> so, okay, so the, the, the female characters, real quickly, just I, I just wanted to talk about them because the, the lead female actress goes from having, like, an identity at first to, like, becoming just a scream queen by the end of the movie. Yeah. And it's really just bizarre. Um, well, I mean, even then, like, her intro is, like, she's, like... Oh, yes. Well, I, you know, like when we met in Mexico, everything was so great. Oh, yeah. I love you, babe. Yeah, you're so great. Oh, my God. There's snakes in the shower. Right. <laughs> and then they like, just hard cut and they like, it's like, no time for sex. I, I actually <laughs> cut that bit. There was a bit where I talked about that. Oh, about the, yes. about the eels? Yeah. About the eels? Yeah. The, the eels. eels that she freaks out about. And it's like, you're a diver. Like, how <laughs> yeah. have you not, like, <laughs> well she's never seen a fish before <laughs> you're a diver in japan like eel river eels are like a normal everywhere. everywhere why were they why were they there though i don't understand was I, that, I like don't a, know. Was was that prank? a prank i don't know <laughs> there's so so much that's unexplained um, anyway yeah it's and then uh, i just want to give a shout out to the real hero of the story i feel really bad for the guy um who died uh the 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 the, the, the caretaker of the house like when oh, he gets yeah. killed, it's really sad. I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! He's gonna die, isn't he?" Like when he goes to take the guy to the to the cave. And I'm just <laughs> the, like, no, the don't pterodactyl go. nerd. <laughs> yeah, he takes the pterodactyl nerd to the cave, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! They both die." Wait, the pterodactyl like, cowboy or the pterodactyl nerd? Pterodactyl, the pterodactyl cowboy. Cowboy. The, the, the oh, nerd good. Guy. Yeah, yeah. When he go when he goes with the the caretaker to the cave, the guy and who you're shows just like, up, ah, oh, fuck! Literally <laughs> out of nowhere, 
wearing yeah. a cowboy hat. And oh, like, don't worry. Hello. I'm going to talk about that in favorite moments. <laughs> okay, good. It'd be weird if there was a pterodactyl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then everybody else, like, yeah, there's not really a lot of character moments. I just wanted to talk just a couple of things about those characters real quick. I do like that uh, it's ultimately, it's a, it's a budget problem already about why they can't keep looking for Jaws. But then, they, I mean, yeah. I don't like that they keep looking for Jaws afterwards. But, like, when they first they first yeah. introduced the concept, it's like, ah, shucks. Sorry, gang. We defunded the police. So we can't, we can't pay them yeah. for lunches anymore. So we can't look for the monster. Instead well, of it have... being like, we've got to host the party still. It's like the party got canceled. And so we have no fucking money. I mean, <laughs> once again, it's very much Jaws. It's literally like yeah. the town, the little tiny town on the lake was banking on this festival, yes. giving them the money to survive and the festival getting chaotically like thrown into whatever is, is going to run them bankrupt. Like it's the same concept, um, that, uh, slightly different. Um, okay. So let's talk the creatures. There's two of them. Um, uh, let's, let's, let's go one by one here. So let's talk about the, the most, uh, like the one that is in the movie the most, which is the plesiosaur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Reptilicus. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, typical plesiosaur. Like I'll just get through the, the, like normal plesiosaur design aspects. So he's got a big fat body, big long tail, uh, four flippers on its body. Um, and then it's got a huge long neck with a big doofy head on it. <laughs> um, it looked like Dino from that live action Flintstones. Yeah. It's, it's with real goofy looking. It's got yeah. big old, big old goofy eyes, uh, that are forward facing, uh, which is not what they looked like on real plesiosaurs. Um, then it's got, uh, this big mouth of like, it's hard to describe its mouth. This this is like the thing that always stuck to me with its design. Other than them giving it like seaweed that is always on its head, um, the teeth go inwards. Yeah, does that make sense? Like they're not like what's well, like being like a fly trap. The... It's it's yeah. It's less like a a normal dinosaur mouth, and it's like a a Venus flytrap mouth where the the teeth are like out and hooked inward over yeah. the jaw. So when the mouth clamps shut, it looks like a Venus flytrap closing. Yeah. Um, the actual animatronic itself uh, doesn't have a lot of movement. Um, I do give them props for it being a full-sized animatronic. Uh, they think they they only had if I if I rec- if I recall like a little bit backstory in this movie, I don't think that they had. I think they had the big puppet. And then I think they had a single miniature. I think it was the only two things that they had. I don't think they had a lot of That's um, what it looked like. extra stuff. Like, I think it was just like literally just like a big, a big puppet and a small puppet. Yeah. I do it. like that big old puppet. Yeah. The big puppet the weight was of at least good. one scuba girl. Yeah. Uh, once again, I, I, I think that, yeah, we'll talk about special effects later, but I, I, I do think the big puppet actually was pretty effective for interacting with humans. Uh, of course, interacting <laughs> with the other puppet, that's questionable. Uh, well, I'm sure somebody's going to mention that at least favorite moments. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So so it's just a big derpy derpy plesiosaur. Um, like you know, any any you you probably if you've seen pictures of like Nessie or what Nessie is supposed to look like, or uh, you know, uh, just it's just, it's just a big old big big old derpy plesiosaur. Um, now the next dinosaur or the next creature in the movie, I almost said dinosaur, uh, is a pterosaur. Um, specifically, it's a uh, and I'm probably going to butcher this name because it's always one that I've had a hard time pronouncing. 
while I was a kid and even now. It's a Ramphorhynchus. Rhynchus. Ramphorhynchus is, I believe, how you pronounce it. Mm. Um, I love now, that guy's wrestling career. Funny it's enough. It's a shame he got canceled, though. Obviously, everybody laughs about these two because uh, the plesiosaur um, and this creature uh, and the Ramphorhynchus were both like hugely scaled up, but specifically the Ramphornicus, because the Ramphornicus is actually just the size of a seagull oh, in real life. So okay. it's like, it's it's like tiny. Yeah, it's a yeah. little guy. Um, uh, one of the Walking for Dinosaurs, Walking with Dinosaurs yes. episodes. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's a pretty guy. common one. Uh, you know, he's a pretty common pterosaur that you've seen <laughs> all over the place. So yeah, he's got all over my zoo books. <laughs> So he's got a uh, his his most distinguishing fe- feature with uh, compared to other pterosaurs is he actually has a tail. He has a long tail with a big flat fin at the base of his tail, uh, like kind of like a diamond shaped fin. Um, and then uh, his face, he basically just has a mouth with like these gangly like teeth just coming off of it. Like it's not like yeah. he doesn't have a beak. It's like an actual like jaw but it's like it's shaped like a beak it's it's very distinct very 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 unique um like i said and this is one of the like this is one of hollywood's favorite pterosaurs to use because it has such a unique look to it um uh and it's one that's and it's one in the fossil record that we've we've discovered lots of lots of uh lots of impressions and fossils of this dinosaur so <laughs> the, um the shape of its mouth not so much the what am I trying to say? Not the so much the uh, uh, the the like. It reminds me of of uh, uh, a gharial. Mm. Those those uh, they're crocodilians with the very thin snouts, but they have yeah very thin, almost needly teeth. That sort of yeah needly. That's trap. a good way to yeah. describe it. Yeah. yeah, they're very needly teeth. They're very like they're they're small, pointy teeth. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, so obviously, like I said, it's it's funny because yeah, they, it's way bigger than it's supposed to be, um, but uh, it 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 only gets a few scenes, um, and and just like the plesiosaur, I'm pretty sure the only thing they had was the two things they had the giant claw that's used to pick up the people, <laughs> yeah. um, and then and then the the miniature puppet that they use for the fight, uh, which is not great. Uh, it has very it has very limited movement. It basically can't even flap its arms properly. Um, it's very <laughs> stiff looking. Um, but you know, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's the other creature in the movie. <laughs> it sure is there. Um, it sure does collide oh with boy, the that, other one. Oh god! It smacks into the other creature. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I want to go first with favorite moments. Sure, yeah, take Because I have two. Okay. One for the silly, and one for also silly, but hilariously, like, okay. in the movie's context. Um, <laughs> so, number one is the random pterosaur guy. Because, like, dear God, it's so out of nowhere. Yeah. He so literally funny. just appears like a specter. <laughs> he just phases into, like, I don't even think he was an actor hired on the movie. I think he just showed up. Because there's already, there's one cowpoke guy. So he, yep. so a second cowboy is like strange, bizarre already. And he just phases in from the background to the mayor and is like, "Hey, be 
Yeah, Wouldn't crazy. it be weird if this thing also exists? Pulling up a picture of the exact creature. Do you that think it would be neat up? if this guy was also around here? <laughs> like, it'd be wild. Completely... If this guy was also in the movie. <laughs> it's like... so out of nowhere, and it's the first mention we have of the other creature because the the literally the only thing we're dealing with up until that point is the plesiosaur. Yeah. So um, the implication is that the eggs that the gal saw in the beginning were plesiosaur eggs, but no. Yes. Turns well, out. Which is still confusing because it might still be the plesiosaur. I have problems with that. I don't know if it's my least favorite moment, but I'm going to mention it later. Oh boy. Okay. Listen, but all dinosaurs come from eggs. Just an egg. Everything. You egg. get an egg, and a dinosaur comes out, and you don't know what kind it's going to be. It's like a Digimon. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my other favorite, my actual favorite moment, and it's just as goofy, but I absolutely loved it. Is the entire town getting wiped out by the. Uh, the plesiosaur <laughs> the arrival bomb. with like this. No, extre- no, 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 the bombs. Oh, the bombs. When, yes. When the pterosaur is attacking them and the guy accidentally shoots the. Yes. Uh, he shoots the, <laughs> the bombs and it explodes and kills the entire town. Uh, like literally yeah. the mayor, all of his like cohorts, the everybody else that's yeah. there, just gone. Just absolutely just gone. And I, what's funny is I didn't remember that scene happening. Yeah. But the instant they were crowded around those bombs and they were firing their guns, I was like, it's going to wipe out the whole town. They're going to accidentally shoot the bomb. It's going to kill everybody. And then two seconds later, it happened. And I was like, oh. yes, absolutely. Love it. This is great. 10 out of 10. So stupid. I love it. When, Spectacular. Here's the thing. And and the, the, like I, I do want to say there are a couple of special effects scenes that I did really, really like. Uh, with the plesiosaur, but I'm hoping either one of you guys chose it, or I'll talk about it in special. Okay, so if you guys didn't choose, because my my favorite moment is li- seconds before the explosion, which is <laughs> the cock rocking adventure, the like triumphant action hero music, as the yeah. t- <laughs> the pterosaur just like murders two random innocent people, flies out, and it's like. I'm going to cause problems today and just start pterosaur courageously attacks the town. The music makes it sound like it's like chaos. (laughs) Like the way the music is like played, it sounds like the hero coming back from like a downtrodden moment, but it's just like, it's the monster bird. It's the monster. It's the evil thing. That is the monster bird. It reminds me a lot of, you guys remember the song that uh, played in Roroni Kenshin when he was like doing well in a fight. Yes, yes. yes it is the anime yeah, like that. triumph song. Suddenly. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's very good. It does not fit because it's not like the plesiosaur was like, oh, its egg got crushed by a human, like, or some bad thing happened. No, the plesiosaur is just a murderous psycho monster bird dinosaur. <laughs> Seagull. Sorry. I think you mean a Ramphoricus. Ah, yeah, yes. The Ramphoricus. <laughs> Uh, but that sequence, that sequence stuck with me. I mean, obviously there are some other very, very funny scenes. Uh, I love that the, uh, the little like tiny scooters that all the hooligans are riding. That's very fun. Uh, and the arrival of the cowboy, both, both arrivals of cowboys, uh, were deeply appreciated, but the moment that shook me the most and like, uh, you know, was, was absolutely the, uh, the reveal of like the, (laughs) The Ramphoricus, sorry, yeah. attacking, yeah. <laughs> uh, attacking the beach with the, its cool action hero moment. <laughs> Cameron, well, I'll tell you what, guys, my favorite moment, my favorite moment, is the very beginning. 
Okay, this gal <laughs> I, falling down to the GMK ice pit. I loved every second of it, and I mean, from the very big, from the moment it fades in, and we hear that sax. Oh God, yeah, yeah that intro is really good. And then suddenly, it just <laughs> we're suddenly we're with a woman, and she's yeah. walking in the woods, and she falls, and she sees an egg. And it scares her so bad she starts screaming like like she's being murdered. It is truly the 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 poor gals in this. Their poor vocal cords. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that they do it, some, the entrance listen, is they so do some moody. good screaming. Yeah, that mood. But it just the 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 intro the intro is so moody and like the lighting and like it feels purposeful, and that's why I'm positive that this is just a demo reel from. Uh, uh, from the director, and then they just spliced it together with like a whole plot. But yeah, well, here's the thing though. Yeah, because it starts like that, and it is moody. Yes, and it sets a tone. But somehow, watching that, I was like, okay, here's how the rest of the movie is going to be. Uh-huh. It's not going to be like this. Yeah, it's going to be a hundred different things all <laughs> stitched together, and uh, somehow, you were right. That's what happened. There you yeah. go. <laughs> There I, it right. is. I also really enjoyed the drunk man screaming at the divers. Oh, You're yeah. divers? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go and die then? <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to fix it. We're never going to. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Good scene. Good sequence. <laughs> Good scene. What's going on back there? Uh, I don't I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So, uh, least favorite moments? Okay. See, this is tricky. Here's isn't it? the thing. <laughs> I have too many. How many of us want to pick the, the the final fight? Because I know we're all thinking it. I mean, if Should no one else picked it, it, if no one else picked it, I would pick the final fight. But <clears throat> all right, I'll pick it. Okay. <clears throat> since, I, since I'm usually the guy that picks the fights for <laughs> my favorite, least favorite moment, I'll pick the I'll pick the the fight. Um, holy crap! It goes on way too long. Holy crap! It is so boring. How um, how long is it? Oh, dude, it's, it's just it's like, gotta be it's like 10 minutes. It melts away when you're watching. Well, no, it. it's yeah. yeah, it's like seven minutes, but it, it lasts forever because it's the same. It's looped footage. And most yes. of it is really poorly choreographed where they're just like, there's several scenes. Where I don't think it's choreographed. I think they're just literally like the bonk, puppets are on bonk, strings. They're bonk. just bonking into each other. Yeah. Like there's no like, there's it's, no choreography. It's so uh, bad. The only choreographed moments are the two moments that are actually good in the fight where, like, the, the plesiosaur gets its eye pecked out. Yes. And then the other uh, moment yeah. where the, the, the uh, Raphonicus gets actually thrown to the ground. Yes. Uh, like, those are the only choreographed moments of the fight. Other than that, it's... And, Rob, you mentioned it earlier when you were talking about it, but the camera just zoomed in. It's you know, weird. It's I don't just, know what's happening. Like sudden... The soundstage was, like, too small for the... the... Yeah. <laughs> Like they didn't have like a, a 25 millimeter lens. They yeah. just had the like, unfortunately we only got the 90 millimeter today. So all the shots are like so claustrophobic. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, or it's wild, maybe. man. <laughs> the guy just figured out how to use the zoom on the camera. Oh, he's, he's really like, excited. Uh... Cause he zooms a lot. <laughs> it's kind of like I they just... snap zoomed once and then forgot to unsnap. zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like in the in twenty in King of the Monsters when Godzilla comes out of the water, you know, and they do the big snaps in. It's like if the rest of the shots in were that just scene right were there. Just like and they did the face and nowhere else. Like um, those TikTok videos where someone has like the chest mounted GoPro, except uh, that's yeah. the whole Godzilla fight. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's so bad, and like 
I want to say the movie's built up to it, but it really hasn't. No. Like, my other least favorite moment that I, I won't go into specifics of is just like the pterosaur's just like random appearance in the cave because it's so out of nowhere. I, well, um, but uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of just like, oh, there's a random full grown pterosaur now. And it's like, what? Like, when did that get? Okay, sure. Why not? Um, anyway, um, so the final fight just like it just feels like a like a, a bad climax. Just it's just really bad. And 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 then and then of course you have the volcano sequence, which also is just like bad in itself. But <laughs> I like, okay, I liked way. I liked the practical effects of it. I hated sure. the execution. Sure. I like that they have like ground splitting, the tree falling. There's all this like oh, yeah, it's no, that's, high that's, drama. That's great. But but the camera for the entire not just the 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 dinosaur fight, the epic conclusion of these two legendary monsters going head to head. That is already shit. But then like you get to the end, which is supposed to be the dramatic conclusion, the resolution of our character's arc. Uh, and then it's just like, you can't fucking tell what they're doing. And it's like, you spent the hours, the hours necessary to build this giant destroyable landscape and you're going to fuck up filming it. Yep. Just pull the camera back, man. It's fucking (laughs) fine. Just get a wide angle lens. Just show us what's happening. Shoot at a different angle. Then if you to get everything that's in frame. I don't know. It was it was baffling. It's, to it's me. wild. I, yeah, like I mean, like I said, I think I think the whole final sequence is kind of trash. But specifically, the fight goes on yeah. for way too long. It doesn't have any like stakes to it. <laughs> Just kind of down stakes, to two minutes. They bat, bat, the bat only, up against each other, and then his eyes missing, and they fall in the end. Literally, the only stakes to the final fight is, oh, we've got to have a final fight. Yes, like that's the stakes. Like, there's no like, oh, the heroes are in danger. There's no like you know any of that. It's literally just like no, we've got to have a final fight. We gotta we gotta have these dinosaurs <laughs> fight each other. Um. So yeah, I, that's definitely my least favorite moment specifically. But yeah, I, I do. I think overall with the plot stuff, there's a lot of just like specific plot stuff that doesn't make any sense that I absolutely hate. But uh, I'll leave that leave that up to you guys, or I'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Um. I mean, okay. Well, I'll say that I, I had a handful that I kind of alluded to in the uh, the like uh, breakdown of the plot. I think that frankly, uh, I'm uh, the 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 pacing is bad, and the random arrivals of our main character are bad. But I think that the the one that really like uh, irked me, like got me the most, is the the way they edited the uh, the couple on their little like raft thing dying off screen and then scuba divers just showing up off screen getting scared off screen and coming up too fast off screen and then being dragged up on shore and their eyes are bleeding to quit i thought oh wait like because i didn't even hear someone say like oh you came up too fast i don't know if someone established no, no that. one did no i was just comparing it to jaws two jaws okay said. I was just saying that that's it's there's a similar scene in oh. Jaws to, to that scene, but it that's that's not what it's supposed to be. The lake is not deep enough to give someone fins. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just telling you, it just raises <laughs> it raises too many questions, and like the editing is so poor, and the like the scene composition is so poor. It's like this whole movie feels like the 
writer, director, the director of photography, the script supervisor, everyone was fighting against the actors tooth and nail to make a bad movie. And the actors were trying their damnedest to make a good movie. That's the only way I can describe what's happening in all of these yeah. sequences. Yeah. I, 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 you could almost like a hundred percent convince me that the, 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 the pterosaur was added last minute. <laughs> like like oh. they wanted, they wanted to make a movie about like somebody searching for Nessie. And then they were like, Oh, well we can't just have one thing. In the yeah. Movie. We've got to add, you know, a fight at the end. Or like the exciting. focus group wanted another monster. Yeah. Or some, so some... they hastily spliced some scenes in. Oh, also before Cameron goes, just want to say completely inaccurate to show a plesiosaur living on land like that. That is not, they could go on Pure land for short periods of times, but uh, not, not like that. <laughs> Come on, legendary dinosaurs. Come on. Come on, <laughs> man. Please just try, <laughs> just try to work it out. <laughs> try to make these things work Cameron what you got boy I am mm. <laughs> racked racked There's with lot, feelings because huh? <laughs> like mm, everything that's bad about this movie is part of why I loved it so much <laughs> no absolutely true <laughs> yeah the whole movie feels almost like a Tim and Eric sketch <laughs> that is my least and most favorite part of the whole movie is that it all feels like that kind of like bizarre surrealist yeah. humor almost like it's like it's some kind of anti-movie <laughs> like it's some kind of I mean, it non-linear is the 70s. it is, it is the, the 70s. 70s that's very that's very 70s for a movie to be kind of anti-movie like that yeah <laughs> i mean this might be this might be one of the greatest works of art i've ever seen <laughs> but just yeah the way nothing really flows in to the other like it almost seems like coincidence that the characters are in more than one scene <laughs> Like, it's not like, designed on purpose that way. It just happened. <laughs> yeah. There's no narrative like, reason for why anything is happening. It just kind of happens. I mean, like you said, it's like everybody was trying to make a bad movie except for the actors. And so the actors are showing up where they're like, oh, well, surely this is where I must be. And the right? director's like, cut! <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This movie is an experience for sure. <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> That's a nice way. I to like it. the. Can I say something wild to you guys? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I really enjoyed the way the geologist shot up from his chair as soon as the he's hears the news report say like plesiosaur or whatever. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he stands up so fast. <gasps> and just marches off. And the way he's dressed reminds me of the admirals from One Piece, and I just enjoy that. <laughs> Just wearing a totally dope seven. Yeah, we suit. really, we Look, really did have the dress fashion across this entire movie was fantastic. Well, that's because we had we fashion cowboys, figured out in the seventies, have... <laughs> and then we just we turned our backs on perfection uh, we more peaked. and more, and then uh, then we entered our Gap era in the nineties, and we just never looked back. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, so before we move to cinematography, I, I really just want to talk about the one scene. It, it really bothered me because it doesn't make any sense. So, the movie. The movie does not establish where the dinosaur, where the where the plesiosaur came from. No, and it's very frustrating because at the beginning of the movie, it's implied that it's supposed to be, oh, she wakened the egg, the egg hatched, the plesiosaur came out, grew maybe. up, maybe I don't know, but maybe. that's such a short period of time. 
But also, the legend of the plesiosaurs have been has has existed for a very long time. So it's also that it's possible that this plesiosaur has just already just been around, and it just hibernates and just from time to time. Yeah, again. yeah. And then the, the pterosaur doesn't make any sense in the context of the scene because literally they walk up to the wall of eggs. The one egg is still like halfway cracked. Yeah, and like. All of a sudden, a giant claw, like the size of a man, breaks through the wall of eggs and like kills the gu- kills the guys. And it's like, wait a minute! So there was a yeah. full-grown pterosaur just hanging out in those eggs, just yeah. Chilling? And its claw like... breaks through the shell and it grabs a guy by the throat and lifts him up and it says, "Back to formula," and it chucks him across the room as hard as it can. It's just so weird. I just don't understand what they were going for. It's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Like, not only do I feel like the the bird was added, like, last minute, but I also feel like it's just so weird. Like, it's just so strange. Um, There's something we haven't considered. Yeah? The influence of cocaine on the production of this movie. That's Ooh, sad, yeah, you know? that's true. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe there's like most yeah, pterodactyl in this thing. <laughs> Can we get one of those? Most, uh, most. That's where the cowboy guy came from. It was just somebody who was high on cocaine. It's kind of <laughs> it like the yeah, screenplay they, writer. <laughs> there's like a fine line. There is a certain amount of cocaine that will make the perfect creative endeavor, and then you can go a little bit too much, a little bit too little. Right there's that there's a fine line, and here's the thing, and it can change from day to day. You know, yeah. it can change <laughs> your body. It's gonna react differently every time, and sometimes you end up with this movie where it's just like a little bit too much, a little bit too much. It really threw off his whole vibe throughout <laughs> the entire oh, yeah. creative and editing process, and probably marketing I mean, it explains too. why they forget to make big chunks of this movie and just <laughs> jump forward to the next. Thing. Ah, just get to the next scene. <laughs> Oh, cut this, cut this, cut this. <laughs> so so before we move on to special effects and cinematography, I just wanted to give one little factoid that I thought was actually pretty fascinating. Um, so this movie became a cult hit in Soviet Russia. Hey! Where it was the only I, Japanese I monster on movie. Yeah, it was the only Japanese monster movie to release before the 1990s. Interestingly, it wasn't the prehistoric creatures that caught the, uh, the Soviets' attention, but the depiction of a foreign capitalist country with its modern advancements, in particular, Soviet moviegoers were astonished that Japanese people owned their own cameras, their own Polaroid cameras. Wait That's... a minute. <laughs> oh, well, their own Polaroid cameras. I don't know about that. Yeah. But no, yeah. they, Soviet Russia was all about 35 millimeter. There was all no, kinds no, no, of no, really Polaroid, Polaroid specifically. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. I might need to double check that one. <laughs> I, don't know, I think my IMDb might be leaning a little bit into a because <laughs> like most. No, but it did. It most did legitimately, um, though, like regardless of that little factoid specifically, but the it did become a cult hit hmm. in 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 Russia. Yeah. Um, it became the nineteenth uh, highest grossing foreign film of all time hmm. in Russia. That last bit might have been added by a CIA agent for all we know. <laughs> there it is. This will show him. Um, all right. Bastards. So cinematography, special effects. Uh, okay. I, I surprisingly as 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 bizarre as this movie is shot, I don't have a lot to say about the cinematography. It does have one um, of my favorite special effects in older films, in like seventies, sixties era, uh, where you would have a character wearing glasses, and nowadays you can CGI a reflection, or you can like you know like have them have like mirrored glasses and like reflect oh it yeah oh in the yes. intro as he's driving, you can see like what he's like thinking of and what he's looking at as he's driving. So there's one shot where like they shot on shot, like they layered over 
the image of like, you know, the road driving to be the reflection in his glasses. And I thought that was really neat. I, I just yeah, love that. That was good stuff. I, I completely forgot about that shot. You're right. That was that was they a good some, shot. They, um, they do some cool camera stuff. It's they do. This is um, a very it's almost a very by the numbers 70s Japanese movie. You know, <laughs> like you have you're zoomed in on people walking and then you zoom out to see where they're walking. You, uh, you have a <laughs> yeah. news report start in one place, and then you cut, and the news report is playing in another place, and another character hears it, and now he's in the movie. Uh-huh. You know, there's a yeah. lot of very, very traditional <laughs> stuff. Yeah, very, which is very like, traditional, stereotypical yeah. stuff, for sure. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, we already talked about the weird, like, camera being too zoomed in for a lot of the sequences. I think that that was a pretty common problem. I think it was to hide a lot of the effects. To yeah, yeah um but also um, probably just i think they were working with a really tiny sound stage just from the looks of everything like you can tell the matte screen especially in that final sequence is like four feet away from like the ground that's breaking apart yeah so i was like were they sharing a sound stage with another production did toei not have a really big Set, yeah. I, I, I mean, Toei was not exactly a, a, a like a big bank studio yeah. in the seventies. So, oh, wait, yeah. who did uh, who did Daimajin? That was no, that was uh, who? Oh, uh, Toho? No, Dae. Dae. Oh, Dae. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I was like, they had a huge sound stage. So no. no. Okay. Um, is it? Hold on. It's nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Is Tohei making a lot of money off of a? Uh, uh, which whatever common writer we're at right now in the 70s. I mean, probably, probably but, but that's like, all like filmed in like out like in a quarry somewhere, you know? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> this, low overhead. They like this is like a sound stage for a lot of these like all for the fight sequences and for the big dramatic conclusion. Uh that's all like in a sound stage and those are the shots where it's really claustrophobic. They're the Well, it's it's also important to note that Toei was is primarily was and is primarily an animation studio, mm. not a um, live action. They, I mean, they do some yeah. live action stuff like Common Rider, but like for the most oh, very part, very well acquainted with the uh, Toei cat at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they're very uh, they're very much more animation, especially nowadays. But um, but yeah. Um, so okay, so one special effect scene that I did want to mention that, I, like I said, it, it wasn't my favorite moment just because the other two were so ridiculous. But um, I did actually really enjoy the two plesiosaur attacks on in on the water. So the the one with the uh, the kids on the boat, oh yeah, with them getting like smacked smacked aside by the tail and then picked up by the plesiosaur with a it, it like the that was one of those scenes that activated that nostalgia for me was the guy hanging from the plesiosaur's mouth. As it like raised yeah. out of the water, yeah, uh, that's a cool and, shot. Yeah, and then and then the girl hanging by her leg, which is very impressive to be par- to be fair, because like yeah, I mean that animatronic didn't have a lot of power behind it, but that's like that was like a big deal back when they did uh, Lost World Jurassic Park in 1997, was making sure they had to like they had to like fine tune those animatronics to make sure that you know it didn't have an accident when it was picking up a guy by his arm and bite through the guy's arm like just, I mean, it's... it starts picking up <laughs> shudders a little bit and just come <laughs> just... <laughs> ah! <laughs> um hard cut to a different actor on the ground i'm okay my arm did not get chopped off so i just i thought those were actually some pretty impressive like actually like you know for this movie like those special effects were actually pretty well done like i think i think those actually did work 
I think the the giant plesiosaur head for the most part worked. I think it, it is a little goofy looking. Yeah. But uh, but it's like not the Thora, worst giant dinosaur head we've ever seen. Yeah. It's, and it's I mean, not the it's... worst we're gonna see moving forward. There's oh, no. plenty worse out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I should do. A, we should do a British month where we do Konga and Reptilicus. Oh boy. God. Yeah, yeah, Reptilicus is definitely on that list uh, for sure. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Now, I'm going to leave it up to you guys for this next section. Mm-hmm. I need you guys to talk about the soundtrack. You, you, mm. I, I'm going to leave that up to you the two. You two take the most meals for this one. Bangingest, <laughs> friggin' uh, like. Rips all the time. Just jazz heavy. Being great. Fusion, bebop, rock, 70s majesty it is there's so lots of guitars good. going like this the only time where it's kind of weird is because the pacing of the film gets so weird and it's a slow motion death scene after reptilicus comes uh, out of his huh. mouth throws up come during yeah. that scene it's like and i probably wouldn't have minded it if like the scene was like actually terrifying and not just kind of funny but the rest of the soundtrack is so good. And it, it's, it, it, you know how sometimes it's like, oh, soundtrack elevates the, the movie or like, oh, like, you know, it's like so good. This is like a soundtrack that would be far superior if I was not watching the movie. I, I would enjoy yeah. this. The, the movie drags the soundtrack down. <laughs> I would it, jam this album. I would tell people about this album way too much. I would get really weird about this album. Only I'm just gonna quickly Google search this real fast. Let me see. I would bring it to people's houses and be like, "Hey, where's your turntable? You don't, you don't have? <laughs> did you have a turntable? Soundtrack? Do we got a soundtrack Ooh, on here? Yeah. Does YouTube have a soundtrack? <laughs> no. Okay, so there is a soundtrack on YouTube. It, there is. Yeah, it exists outside the movie. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna open mm. that and maybe I can play some of that uh, onto the. I should uh, I should specify this. Uh, so uh, I, I wanted to look up Toei to see what other '70s films or '60s '70s films yeah. that they've done that we may have we may have talked about or we will have to talk about. <laughs> um, we have already talked about one of them is uh, it on this cast. Magic uh, Serpent. It is Magic Serpent. Yep. Yeah. Magic Serpent thought, is also yeah. like that. Did you see my Toei. brain activating? <laughs> I uh, I okay. So why then is Magic Serpent uh, so awesome? Well. A lot of it is set in big open air studio space. Uh, the only thing that's on a soundstage is when they're doing the, <laughs> the Reptilicus versus a uh, giant toad fight. Uh, yeah. And that looks good because they're far enough away for the monsters to be fully visible. Yep. Uh, what happened? What happened? What's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> Get that camera back. Get it. What are you doing? Get out of here. Can you guess the other film that we're going to have to talk about that's pretty notorious? I'll give you a hint. It was all the rage at the G-Fest we went to. Uh, Great Buddha Arrival? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, green, oh. green Slime. Uh-huh. They, they worked with Green Slime? Are you they kidding me? Green Slime. Oh, okay. It well. still sounds like we're talking about weird jazz groups. It does. They worked with Green Slime? <laughs> oh. I do uh, want to watch. I do want to watch that one because I've yeah, seen so bits and pieces of it, and it seems well because it's an American studio working with with Toei, uh, Toei yeah. for special effects. Yep. So you got the <laughs> cheesy special effects, but you got like basically like seventies actors acting like they're in a fifties movie and yep. having seen bits and pieces of it. Very funny. 
it's <laughs> and what's even funnier is it's actually made in the 60s oh. so it's like this weird like weird like actors that are acting like they're in films in the 70s like ahead of their time but in a 50s b movie <laughs> Oh yeah. Produced by <laughs> Excellent. It's a movie yeah. displaced in time. Oh yeah. god. Um So anyway, um so here we are at our final thoughts. Um <sighs> here's the thing. <laughs> this movie's bad. It's not good. It's not good by any mm. standard. It's not a well-made film. There's I mean it, it's not you know it, 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 it's it is what it is. I personally enjoyed watching it again because of my nostalgia, like getting those nostalgia bits, like really did help me through the movie. Like just having a scene pop up and I'm like, Oh, I I remember this. Um, But here's the thing though. This movie does, I think fit into that category of it's, it's not that it's so bad that it's good, but it's so bad that it's entertaining. Like I did have fun watching it. I did like I yeah. think that it would be a good movie to like have on at a party. I think it is one of those bad movies that people would be like, This movie is so stupid. Like it has enough <laughs> of those moments in it that people I think would really enjoy it. Um it's and the that's perfect background movie because you don't have to pay attention to what's happening and the soundtrack again. True. There you whips. go. You, all you're hearing is the soundtrack. That's all you get. You are not even watching. <laughs> you just the movie. check in you're every now and again, something back. completely different is happening. And you're like, <laughs> Okay, is this the same movie? <laughs> um so on that level, I do recommend it. I, I do. I do think that it is a fun enough movie. I think you will have fun. Watch the, definitely just watch the dub if you're American because I think like, this movie is, should be taken the least amount seriously as you possibly can. <laughs> and if you watch the subs and the and the Japanese dialogue, you're going to be taking it a little serious. And I think that is going to detract from it for sure. In yeah. my, in my opinion, I don't think. I don't think this is a movie I could watch subbed. I think I'd, I would I would be off. It would, it would throw me off. Um, <laughs> it, you know, like I said, it, it's not good. But is there some sp- fun special effects every once in a while? Yes. Is it like funny? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's so stupid at moments where you just laugh. Um, so yeah, I I recommend it on that level of just like if you want something stupid to watch, you want a stupid dinosaur movie to throw on. You could do a lot worse than this. <laughs> Um, and I think you will have a fun time watching this movie. And once again, it's, as we said earlier, it's very easy to get. It's on the archive. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blu-ray remaster just came out. It's available, uh, from discotech. Like it, it, it's very easy to get right now. So like, if you are interested in this movie, feel free to check it out. Also. Yeah. Support discotech. Uh, they're great. Yes. Oh, they're so good. They're oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> um, uh, uh, can I go next? Because I know I know Cameron had a good experience. Oh, I had a great experience. <laughs> so I'll, I'll do. Next. We'll do. A, we'll do a compliment sandwich, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Bring us down a little bit. So, have you ever hung out with someone? You've been hanging. You're at a party and you drank a little bit too much. So you're kind of like couch bound until you sober up because you can't drive home. You're you're drunk. You're not. You know. You're not all there. Uh, and someone is like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna put a movie on." And you're not like really cognizant enough to pay attention or like really focus in on something, but like it's like whatever, it's just on in the background. Uh, and you kind of like come in and out of like focus on the movie because like you, you know, like you're it's just there, it's on, but you're also like really not like you're not in that happy point of drunk because you're like, I need to sober up to go drive home, but you're like uh this movie induced delirium in me, in which I felt the same feeling I feel in that moment 
completely sober watching this film. <laughs> this feels like a movie where I've just uh, like I'm getting turbo distracted and just like I'm not like I'm not engaged. Uh, and then like I'll catch something and it's just like, wait, what happened? But I'm watching every second of the mo- movie. I am fully engaged. I am uh, like I, I am bored in on what's happening. And somehow, in, in spite of all of that, or because of all of that, I, I cannot, like, the film is ungraspable. It just moves at its own pace, its own rhythm, whenever it wants to, however it wants to. It's freeform jazz, baby. Uh, but it's it trying doesn't... to grab a handful of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it, it like, but not in like a, a way that I found very fun. It's, it's not like I hated it, but like, I, I, it's not bad in a way that I found funny and it's not good in a traditional sense. So I ended up walking away with like this kind of like, like confused. I'm, I'm not like, I like, I don't have any other strong, powerful emotion, but watch walking away from watching this movie twice. I'm confused. I, I don't feel <laughs> like I gained anything or learned anything. I feel like I'm at the end of burn after reading. Like I'm the CIA agents. Well, what did we learn? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It's uh this it's very mm-hmm. interesting. Uh and if that's your uh, uh cup of tea, check it out. Uh and again, support Discotech. And hey, uh support uh uh archive.org. archive.org. Yeah, they're yeah. taking donations right now, as well as Wikipedia. Uh I don't know. Take a screenshot of donating 1375 to archive.org yeah, and you I'll go. um I'll cover whatever. You can Throw something at me, and I'll uh, any episode, uh, and I will cover it as a Tokyo Signals uh, right. in the coming year. Oh, that's good, man! Be I hope it's an episode of Columbo. <laughs> Cameron, oh man, where to start and where to begin? <laughs> you know, it's just like this. This movie is an ex- it's an interesting experience. Because yeah, it's not what you would. It's not what I would normally consider so bad. It's good. It's so bad that it's that's interesting. Like Kyle was saying, like it's just there's so much going on that I'm fascinated, and I feel almost like I'm being carried away. I feel like I am going in and out of consciousness, but the movie's just right there. Like it's nothing has happened. I have not gone anywhere. I'm still here. I'm still watching the movie, but the movie has left without me and then come back. So you had the same exact experience. You just enjoyed the delirium. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the experience I had. I think I actually had the reverse experience where, oh, I, was, okay. where I have run into somebody at a party who's way too drunk and they're couch bound. Oh. And they're trying to tell me about something they're really excited about, but they keep just kind of like trailing off. And then coming back into it. Yep. Hey, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been on both sides of that coin, I think. But yeah, I yeah, I very much enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed the ride. I was being flushed <laughs> down the wildest toilet, but it was like a Slitterbond ride instead of, uh, you know, a terrifying Rugrats episode. <laughs> the hottest, coolest I mean, all real Texas. monsters. Damn it. Come play. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Legend of Dinosaurs yeah, and Monster is... Birds. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the that one in like the old park where it actually has like a bowl that you get kind of flushed down. 
You oh, guys know what I'm yes. talking about? Do I sound insane? No, I know. I don't think our listeners will know, but I remember that oh, was like the one not. that you had to go. That was the one that like was indoors and then like shot out afterwards. It was like yeah. inside their little like um Yeah, no, I remember. That yeah, that one my, sucked. It was my favorite. Oh. <laughs> See? This is where this is the, the, the perfect breakdown. Distillation. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we viewed this movie. It's yeah, it is man. It's it's the kind of movie that you can only talk about in ways that you've never talked about a movie before. <laughs> Because it's not a movie. It's a it's demo not a reel. Movie. It's a demo it's a series reel. of images. It's a it's a it's non linear Toei demo reel. It's like this is what they sent out to other studios to be like, do you want to work with us? This is what we can accomplish. That's yeah. what it feels like ultimately. <laughs> it does not feel like a movie that was scripted and put together. It feels like a sequence of shots well, to it, be like, yeah. look what we can do. As much as yeah. I said you enjoy having it on in the background, but once again, in the background <laughs> is the key part of that sentence. Like, it's not yeah. cohesive. So you just, like, you, you you tune in. This is the very definition of one of those movies where you tune in when the music kicks up and there's a, a dinosaur attacking some people, and it's like, whoa, this is fun. And then it the music dies down. The dinosaur, I guess. You, you turn away because the music's gone, so you stop paying attention to the soundtrack's not there. You come back, the music picks up again. Oh, now it's the pterosaur, like, attacking the people at the town. It's like, whoa, this is weird. What's going on? Um. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's very much that movie. <laughs> Tara, what? Um. All right. So that's our talk about Legend of Dinosaur uh, Dinosaurs and Monster Birds. Um. Now, yeah. what we have coming up next is going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Um. So, uh, the fan vote. Um. The fan or the should I say the patrons put up their vote and the fans voted for their selection which their selection happens to be a harryhausen classic mm. uh which is going to be the seventh yes. voyage of sinbad um so the first of the sinbad <clears throat> trilogy by harryhausen uh well not by harryhausen but you, you know what i mean his 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 I, i'm gonna reach opus. out to the discord and see if i can find who suggested that one because i want to get their origin story for this one <laughs> yeah um i mean this well this one's a pretty classic uh it's a pretty classic one uh you know like it's it's definitely one of his you know, this is the one with the dragon fighting the Cyclops. Like this is, yeah. uh, this is like it's it's a very Harryhausen made all these movies in that same time for, time frame. Does this Jason one? Jason the Argonauts. You know, okay, all those. no, never mind. That's the one I was thinking. Jason of. the Argonauts is one of the other ones, but the, that one's coverable too. That's in the yeah. list of uh, all the ones. Which we one have has uh, Talos, the big the big statue? Oh, I think that's. Oh, it might be this one. See, it, it, actually, you know what? It might be one of the sequels to this one. Oh yeah, because because there's because there's two other Sinbad ones, and I know they both they both have some pretty cool stop motion monsters in them. I don't oh, I don't yeah. remember which one is in what. Argonauts um, has that cool fight with the skeletons. Yes. Oh, oh man. yeah. That defined like CGI work, like you know what I mean. It's mm. it's it's what made people be able to do CGI. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, so we're doing Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, very excited to do that. Um, and then of course we have our Christmas special. Uh, coming up after that, Rob is uh, already working <laughs> on that. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun for longtime listeners, of, longtime listeners and readers of the show. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun. It's with a, it. it is uh, the conclusion of a very long arc, it's a very long running arc for the oh, show. Yeah. If it um, like if this if there was such a thing as a season finale for <laughs> Tokyo Lives, like this would be it. You know, next season we're all going to come back haggard. It's going to be the time skip. You know. 
Yeah. I love how I'm the last part of it too. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I wanted you to do it that way. I know. Last year I had I had all the OG crew do the first episodes, and then like I had yeah. more and more people do like the last few. This time I flipped it around where it's guest hosts are doing all the first ones, mostly because it would force you to watch more episodes. It's going to be wild. Be um, and then, and then January, we, we already know what we're doing in January. Um, uh, and obviously, hint I will give. That no, I'll, I'll, give, I'll just say, here's the hint. Uh, we're watching Shin Ultraman and doing a special report for uh, for January. Um, so maybe that's a hint to what we are doing oh. in January. Maybe you should uh, come schwatch, schwatch some episodes with us. <laughs> mm, no, well, that didn't really... Cut that, cut that. No, keep it. <laughs> maybe we can even judge it up a little bit. Put some reverb on just the schwatch. Oh, I could, I could do that. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, time to do the bumps. Thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the cast. Uh, so thank you to Behind the Mask 1313, Caleb Talley, Devin Destroya, Joe Jira, Jonathan the BBK Nerd, uh, Joshua Pilo, William Kelly, Big Odillo, Jack Butcher, Uis, Nathan Towns, Nugget Coon, uh, Solid Snake, William Kish, Cool Vent Cottenham, Jack Horowitz, Nicholas Whale, Taylor Ward, Chris Britt, Eric Schuster, uh, Joshua Lynch, and Oda. Thank you guys so, so much. For you $15 patrons, I am so sorry. I run like I'm. 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 I'm working on the shirts. I just haven't gotten to it yet. He has um, to stitch I, all of them together himself. Look, I got. I actually. I acted. Actually, did get COVID. <laughs> it knocked <laughs> me really out for did. a good week. Uh, so uh, I'm just now getting to them. I. I promise you that they will be shipped out this December. I just don't know it if they're going to get to you at like Christmas. January arrival with yeah, uh, they might get to you in January. Yeah. but still, they are coming. We already have the art for it. I just got to put the order together and get it all sent out. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, I am working on it. Uh, so uh, keep keep an eye out for them. Uh, if you have not sent me, you are lucky. Hey, if you yeah. have not sent me your address and your shirt size, and you are a fifteen dollar patron. Please reach back out to me on Patreon or on Discord. I don't care where. Um, get me that shirt size and that address. Uh, if you haven't reached out to me this year, I'm going to just send you send it to your address that you already had on file with me. And hopefully you still live at that address. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that's what happens. Um, Cameron. Uh, oh, no, you know what? Rob already gave the 1375. Yeah. It's for donating that's, that's, that's to Archive.org. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. actually useful. If, yeah, yeah, donate to Archive.org. And again, I will. I we are uh, uh, currently limited time <laughs> offer. Share, send me, send uh, the Tokyo Lives email account a uh, screenshot of it uh, and a request for an episode for... And it has to be 1375. 1375, exactly. It has to be exactly 1375. Yes. Or uh, else if you want to donate more than that afterwards, feel free. But 1375... Yes. Uh, and then I will, yeah, it doesn't matter. Send your request. The gloves send are your off. Request of what it is. I, uh, <laughs> if it's a Columbo episode, I'll do it. Uh, man, I hope it's something that I can I'll ha- really, I will really still do a about. creature design, <laughs> but about Columbo himself and maybe dog. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully uh, <laughs> I get some weird ones. Bobby. <laughs> but anyway, uh, for the rest of it, of course, uh, search Tokyo lives. You'll find us on Facebook at Tokyo lives cast is our Twitter uh, TokyoLosePodcast.com is our website. Um, if you go to iTunes and leave us a review, we will read it out on the cast. I have not checked the reviews. Uh, nothing um, new just yet. 
Nothing new yesterday. Okay. Um, but uh, we do appreciate hearing uh, from you guys. Uh, you know, if you like our cast or whatever, or, you know, <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. Right? Did I miss anything? No? no. Okay, good. All right. No. So Seven Voyages of Simba, it's coming up next. And then once again, we will have our Christmas special and then we will meet up back at the beginning of the year uh, with the probably the first episode of the first episode of the year will not be the special report because the special oh, report yeah, comes on the for... like middle of the month. So we will have an episode I think before it's it. The but 13th. I, yeah, it's the 11th and 12th 11th. is, okay. is the, yeah, I, I, I was, I was off. I was wrong. Yeah. You were <laughs> off for one day, but it, it. it's fine. Um, but I did look up the release. So we will be seeing should Ultraman in theaters on the 11th or 12th. And then we'll be recording mm. our special report that weekend. Um, as soon as everybody has had a chance to see it, we all get back. We have time. So, um, yeah, look forward to that. And then, yeah, at the beginning of the year, we will have something that we will definitely announce um, next episode. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. Anyway, uh, have a good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next time. Happy a pterodactyl in here <laughs> i'm gonna boost the hell out of that and use that that is, as a stinger that's it that's, it. that's the stinger <laughs> that's reverb too quiet yeah <laughs>